good morning everybody it is vibrant vernacular we are back for another episode this is azalea and shawan and pastors good morning hey hey good morning um as you know we always start with an attitude of gratitude so let's talk about our weeks what we're thankful for what's going great um and happy easter to everybody that celebrates all right amen you want to start with yours oh i can so i'm tired (laughs) y'all i'm not even going front like mentally (laughs) emotionally and physically this was a rough like week i'm one i'm trying to get back into like a routine of working out but that requires me to get up like dumb early early meaning like 5 36 because that's Mm -hmm. the time i have available Cause after that, like work, school, my son's back in baseball the evening. So, but sleep. And then I use those last hours, you know, for me time, for all the moms that understand you don't go to sleep. That's your time. Um, So before you know it, you get like four hours of sleep. Um, Just some stuff going on with my son is causing like a lot of emotional stress for me. And what's left mentally? Yeah, so combine those two, and that's where you get the mental exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have an embarrassing, funny moment that will kind of, like, put some laughter <laughs> in the air. So on Monday, my son had a baseball game, and it was cold as hell for people that were in Virginia. Y'all know. And they still had the game, so I was annoyed. So I took my um, <clears throat> tumbler of tea with me because I was like, this will keep me warm. Boom. Y'all guzzled the tea had to use the bathroom oh shoot literally um, porta potties out there yes. now, on a good day not even with rona i don't be putting these cheeks nowhere near <laughs> a, um, <laughs> a porta potty oh, and not only was the porta potty like a field mm-hmm. over i was like yuck so i'm walking to my car y'all this is a 37 year old bladder I didn't make it. I ended up peeing on myself. Oh my God, Azalea. So, mind you, I have on gray sweatpants. What? So that's fun. Um, it, it's like 20 more minutes until the game. So I'm like, shit, do I drive home? Because again, it's already touch and go with me and my son's relationship. So I don't want him to get mad thinking I left the game because oh. I got an attitude and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I did like wave him down before I left. And I was like, hey, Mommy's got to run to the bathroom. Like, great play. I'll be right back. Oh, my do Good play. <laughs> my ass, y'all. I could not make it. And, like, out of all the peas I've had, this felt like the most pee ever. And I'm oh just God. like, what the fuck? I don't know if it was because of the warm and the cold combination. <laughs> but, yeah, so I literally sat in my pee for, like, the end of the 20-minute game. And luckily... All praises do. My son was paying attention at the end of the game and he saw my car. So he walked over and we left happily ever after. You did not God have to go get it damn, girl. Oh, oh my so God. that's my week. That is over. I'm glad to share this with you. I have never shared this before. I think Pashas probably knows like if I laugh too much, then I like yeah, she like, does. There's no... so I just think this is funny <laughs> and I know that with me having four kids it's like every time you have a child it's like my cervix and my bladder everything just is weaker than mm-hmm. normal and when I tell you I can't laugh I can't cough I can't yell too much <laughs> like, I or pee comes out so I think this is such a real problem I can't believe I just said that like for 
the world. But <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm like, I feel your pain. Like I'm doing my that's so crazy because I'm just I'm just thankful for um you know the products they have available <laughs> to help with that because it's so real and I'm like I'm too young for this shit. like I'm really too young for this but um I understand and I'm I thank you for being vulnerable enough to share that story oh my goodness um, <laughs> No but, people yeah. out here, y'all. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> on that. Thank you. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to do my kegels. No, I'm just joking. They ain't got nothing to do yes. with your bladder. <laughs> <laughs> but it does help because sometimes you look, well, no, it doesn't. But um, I'm just, I'm definitely thankful for this moment. I hope that doesn't sound weird, but I just, um, as y'all know, I do like well, I have this ongoing thing, like every morning I meet with a group of people via Zoom, like seven days a week I do this. And I just finished up like prayer with them before I got on this call. And the lady was like, you forgot to pray for yourself. And I was like, no, I didn't. You know, like, I was just like, I'm, I've never been, I've never been so thankful. I've never been so, like, I don't want to sound arrogant, but it's like, I I'm at a place where all I can do is say thank you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm full of gratitude. I'll put it like that. I'm full of gratitude. Yes, I am physically and mentally exhausted as well, but that doesn't mean anything right now. You know, I'm, I went to Costco with my niece on Friday and she called me. Like when we go in there, it's like, we don't have no sense, you know, like carts full, like it was crazy. But when we got home, she <laughs> called me and she was like, Shawan, she said, can you believe there's no lack? Like, there's nothing that we want that we don't have. And I was like, that's why I'm so thankful, you mm -hmm. know, because when I look at the bigger picture, I was just telling this lady, yes, I want my own house, but I do have a house to live in. You know, like things aren't 100% the way I think they should be, but I have nothing to complain about. So... I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for staying busy. I'm thankful for having all my needs met. I'm just thankful for life and the way things are progressing right now. Amen. Like that. I don't have to continue with that settlement. Like I was just looking back <laughs> over the course of Corona and mm -hmm. just the fear, the anxiety of it all. And I'm just mm -hmm. so much in a better state than I was before. So it's like as much as, you know, we complain about how we're restricted. I mean, that restriction has afforded a lot more for me and our family than before, you know, which is crazy yes. to me because you would think that it shouldn't take a pandemic for you to work Realize. on things, you know, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and also just little, little um I can't say like vacations, but little like uh, Trips. peace of mind gathering mm -hmm. things, I guess, for lack of better terms. Like we went to the movies Friday. We actually rented out <laughs> the Haven Theater, one of the theaters. And all my family looked at Godzilla versus King versus Kong. And it was so cool because it was just us in there. Like no outsiders, just us in the theater. We got to talk just laugh out loud <laughs> Kaja was running around so it was just so Aww. cool because we didn't have anybody to complain yeah <laughs> I still cannot imagine that wow so just thankful I'm for family times and stealing moments and 
you know, taking those time uh, pieces of uh, time to kind of unwind and relax and not be so stuck up and uptight, which I'm normally on a regular basis. So. Oh my god, that's why you're my friend. That's the truth. That's the truth. Amen shit. to that. Oh, my oh wow. Well, oh, yeah. Glad to hear that. Well, <laughs> I am glad everyone is in a good space. I'm glad we laughed this morning. Laughter is food for the soul. Um, yes. So today we are going to jump into what I'm sure you guys have seen all over social media. This guy named Derek Jackson. So mm-hmm. Derek Jackson is allegedly um, a relationship guru, or at least I would say that's how he presented himself. Where he would mostly give advice on, you know, how guys are acting for women to, you know, kind of indicate if this is a guy for you. Like we've talked about before, red versus green flags. Um, Mm -hmm. Just, you know, that he's not into you, he is into you. Um, And just things that women should do to, you know, kind of keep them, not, I don't want to say keep the man's attention, but to make the relationship successful. Excuse me. And he's doing it from... Of course, a guy's point of view. Well, fast forward. I think it was, um, I guess, a social media kind of like blogger um, that kind of exposed him and was like, hey, you know, I think you need to come out and say what's really good. So I saw that. What is that lady's name? Oh, my gosh. Tasha K. Yes, exactly. Yep. So um, pretty much he's like a fraud he literally cheated on his wife in his home in his bed um with his mistress and i think there's like it's photos or... put, put up that's that's a plural word not a singular word. oh excuse me mistresses <laughs> yeah um go with it. in his nice old house um because funny you know he does all his recordings in his car and allegedly it's outside the house of like his mistresses Somebody. So, you know, fast forward, a lot of people have bought into his books. I don't know if he did seminars because he's been out for a minute. So it's not like he's a new like COVID riser. Um, So I don't know if people have attended seminars. I don't know if people have bought um, books or, you know, tuned into, I'm sure, his lives. Um, And he's just given all this information. But kind of how we talked about, I want to say a few weeks ago, he's living a double life. He's compartmentalizing what is applicable to him calling out people that are doing the same thing as him and then now he posted a video asking I don't want to say I wouldn't use the word forgiveness but I would say he's posting a video to quote-unquote acknowledge what he did along with his sad looking wife um to talk about their situation (laughs) So I I would like to jump in and talk about body language, communication, all of that goes into (laughs) when you're communicating a message. I would like to jump Mm -hmm. in and talk about what you guys feel or how do you feel like the wife's perspective, like her presentation in that video. And I don't, did you guys see the video? I saw that video and her singular video. She had a video by herself talking about it too. So the joint video, we don't mind. What was you guys like takeaway? Because I, I'm scared for her, personally. 
So yeah, feel free to chime in. Oh, I have a whole lot to say. Patrick, you want to go first? Okay, I guess so. <laughs> Throw me out there. No, I'm just saying. Well, no, the I'm- funny thing is I saw parts, like it's and bits and pieces of the double interview. And I I saw the memes first, you know, like people talking with the <laughs> bonnets on. So I didn't understand why they were, you know, having the bonnets on. And then when I saw it, I just felt like on one hand, she was trying to be who she is because you know how he was like, well, she doesn't like the attention. She doesn't like this and this and this. So I feel like she was playing that up for the camera. And I also feel like, I don't know. Okay. So this is how I'm reading it. Like, she's like a type of girl that's quiet. She doesn't really, you know, make too much fuss. Doesn't like, like all of the media circus, right? So to have a man such as himself, he's handsome, outgoing, like he looks pretty fit, you know, that's a trophy for her. It seems like to me. So I felt like she was embarrassed. But then she's like, oh, my gosh, I, he he loves me, you know, like in her mind. Like, I feel like things are like kind of twisted in her mind. Like, mm-hmm. who would have thought I would have got this guy? And now I have this guy. And now you guys are trying to take this away from me. Yeah. You know, it's like a combination of those thoughts. Go ahead, Sean. Oh, girl, I'm just sitting here like, ooh, mm. like I never <laughs> I never would have seen it from that perspective. Like, because for me, OK. First of all, I just, I have a few things. We're talking about the wife right now. Um, The one thing I was listening to Charlemagne and he had a whole lot to say, but the thing that stood out the most is, and I think I said this in y'all text messages when we text each other, I said, why is she looking like that? Like on the camera looking like that, you know, Charlemagne was like, um, she looked like a puppet from Crank Yankers. Like I used to watch that as a kid. the way he was holding her hand so tightly and kind of pulling it to, and she was just like yielding, you know what I'm saying? To every way he pulled her hand, it wasn't like, yes, baby, we're in this together. My thing was, you know, damn well, we going on live. Like he, he said, whose idea was it? She said, oh, it was my idea to do this video because we need to let the people know something she said. And I'm like, if we going on here together, you going to see me in my best everything. Yeah. Like, I don't care. You know, I just feel your online presence. Like, it follows you. Like you said, you got everybody with a little black thing on their head now. And it's a joke. Like, I think she's seen as a joke. The one thing, the body language just did it all for me. You know, it was like she felt this one lady on um one of these sites. I want to say something like Entertainment Tonight, but I don't think it was that. But this lady was like, girl, she said, blink twice. And I just bust out laughing. I was like, if you're being held against your will, like you need yes. to blink twice. Because it just seemed like it was staged, like she wasn't mm-hmm. fully comfortable. Yes. But the more I went into the lady you said, you said Tasha K. Uh-huh. I went into more into like how this started, like seeing her post as they progressed. Like you might want to say something before I do. And um, what what I did read was something that the wife had posted and it it talked about her trauma, her past trauma with being raped and stuff like that. So oh. what, what Derek Jackson was looking for in a woman, she wasn't, I guess, fulfilling his needs accordingly or something because she said that she had to watch videos. Like he kind of, I know men can do this and I'm not male bashing, but... <clears throat> 
she was saying she alluded like she had seen videos of how other people do it or have sex and to him it was like well you don't get like this or you don't your body can't move this way so like this is this is why I did this because you don't move this way or you it was almost like he pointed out her flaws which mm-hmm. made her feel kind of like damn I can't measure up to this girl you know it made her kind of study other videos and shit to see how other people do it so she could measure up for her husband that's what I took from the wife but it's just also she said something about friends yeah and it's it's weird to me I, I I do feel for her because it's like I don't think she's in a good place mentally you know if mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. it's just a lot that that I, I took from it more than it's so much deeper than yeah but I, I guess you know and she said she left and came back so it's almost like if you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle a certain this and they have children I think um yeah that has a just, whole nother layer to it yes children yes so that's how I feel about right. that. I do have a whole lot of other stuff to say, but I wait. <laughs> I think the crazy part too is they've been together like since high school. I mean, I don't really know how oh, old wow. they are, but like there were photos of them, like because I guess he used to play football back in the day. I'm thinking it's high school or it could be college. So this well, is also mm-hmm. take it because oh, oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead, Azalea. I'm just I saying, have- like it's it's been a minute, so. I think this is something that's been ongoing, just like we had talked Mm -hmm. about before with the Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. I think Mm -hmm. like um, Pash has mentioned, she's just embarrassed now because it's exposed. Yeah. And think about it. If you're saying she was raped, right? She was rendered helpless. Why not get the football player? True. You know what I'm saying? That protection aspect of it. Like you look at things and you're like, man, he's strong. He's handsome. You know what I'm saying? Those things. And you're, you're taking that in who doesn't want to have somebody to protect them. And he looks like he would go to bat for her. Oh, you know, and see, I just feel like human behavior is unpredictable. Like even yep. if, if you would go to bat for her, why would you hurt her so much? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it just, that kind of I, I don't think he would but that's his side of it like we're talking about her perspective mm-hmm. I don't know what he's thinking and what man don't want a woman like her yeah most men want a woman like her they want somebody that seemingly yep seemingly submissive seemingly meek she she's not going to be out there showing her ass and titties and everything that she has for Instagram which guys quote unquote don't like but like at the same time so like she is the epitome of what a man says he wants that's but the she's lady not in the street. physically the yeah exactly but they want the opposite like to me I feel like they're throwing out these terms that this she's what she what they want but when they're on Instagram and everything they're they're looking at what they need like the ass the titties and those types of things I guess I don't know. She's what he needs, and he's searching for what he wants. I guess let's put it the opposite way. Like they want this person that looks like her publicly, but physically they don't want her. You know what I'm saying? So can you imagine she's seeing the type of women he's cheating with, which is the opposite of what she is, mm-hmm. but he's telling her she's what he wants, and that's the opposite of what he talks about. 
So please put it on social media, like, no, you know, you don't have to do all of this. You don't have to be dressed this way. Like, ladies, be you. But you literally in somebody's DM begging, (laughs) like, to see them again. And they're the complete opposite of what you're preaching and the opposite of your life. But that's all I'm going to just say that's all men from my perspective. He's no difference. The only difference to me with him, and I'm not saying all men cheat. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the ideal of what he's portraying to the public and what he's telling you in private. I've had conversations with guys a lot, and they are the exact. I don't want my woman acting like that when they see the girls on Instagram that they're liking and reposting and sending to their friends. But what they're telling you, what they want is the total opposite. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just kind of, to me, I don't see him any different than any man. The only difference is I feel like he got caught cheating. And I don't know if all men cheat because I don't want to say that. But he got caught because he put himself in a public eye. And now you're a public figure. So your life is no longer private. It's public. So that brings me to my next point where he had called out. And I think um, I didn't watch the video. But I know um, Shawan was talking about it a little bit earlier and Charlemagne gave him donkey of the day where he had called out yes. a pastor. Um, is it John Gray? John Gray. Um, yes. Because he was caught cheating and like living a separate life. Twice. Um, yeah, it was twice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, living a separate life. And, you know, Derek called him out and was just like, you know, how could you do this? Of course, that's mm-hmm. when everyone wants to People pick and choose what they want mm-hmm. out of, whether it's the Bible, the Quran, whatever you may read, um, and apply it. <laughs> Don't apply it to their lives mm-hmm. at times. Um, so in mm-hmm. essence, he's like a hypocrite. So when yep. he talked about it, he decided to say, well, from what I picked up a few lines, um, Derek was just like, you know, I'm not a person to be idolized. I never wanted to be put on a pedestal. Yes. I make mistakes, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And I think what really bothers me about that is, one, yes, you are a hypocrite, but two, you know damn well, that's what social media is for, to put your ass on a pedestal, to put you out there for people to follow you, and people should be smarter than what they are, but we're not just to put it out there. Common sense ain't common. (laughs) So they're trusting what you say, and they see it's working for you. You have to take some responsibility for that, and then do not throw the bible and whatever verse you can quote to say this is why x y and z because not only does that run people Mm -hmm. away from faith and religion you literally are playing with like life and death based on your words Mm -hmm. so i just i don't know that irritated me and i don't know if you guys have i wanted to concerns about that i really yeah i really wanted to speak about that because Based on the Charlemagne giving him donkey of the day, I was I was just thinking. Um, my mom used to always say, "Get the beam out your own eye first. Like, don't get on somebody else for how they live and how they act. If you're not at a hundred percent, like, deal with you first before you start criticizing and going in on somebody else." And I had never heard of him before this story came out. Mm-hmm, so, me either. yeah. And then it's like, um, as as Charlemagne was doing the donkey of the day, it was like Derek Jackson, he blamed it on God. Like my life was, you know, as soon as I gave my life to Christ, then everything fell apart. And it's like, I I had an issue with that statement because 
it's like you can't don't blame it on God or religion or anything else. It's like no matter what, even if you wasn't a Christian, stuff is going to come at you. Negativity, negative thoughts, negative everything is going to come at you. How you deal with it. That's a personal that's thing. That's will. up to you how you choose to do it. Yeah. So don't blame it like, oh, all this happened once I gave my life to God. Like, no, it was the weird. opposite, Shawan. He's saying once he gave his life to God, that's when he started to take his relationship seriously. Mm. He wasn't blaming God. He was he oh. was doing the opposite. He was doing what most people do, get themselves out of a situation. When they're in a mm-hmm. in a uh when they're in a, a tiff for lack of better terms like he's in in the public eye who do mm. you turn to as your saving grace you turn to well now that I found God I'm going to have a better relationship with this or now that I have as soon as mm. they use that now that I found God all is forgiven in most people's eyes they look at it like oh well he's found God he's a better person now and Pastor John Gray cheated twice, okay? Pastor, I repeat that, John Gray. So, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like they use that religion as a crutch. And like you said, Adelaide, it does turn people away yeah. from that. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Y'all know I'm not really a person that deals with religion like that. So, that stuff right there wouldn't, wouldn't make me think you're a better person than what you are. I'm going to look at you for your actions. So, words, ways, and actions. Yeah, and I was also going to say, like, um, um, following that up, I was reading somewhere, it looked like he had only been faithful for six months out of all the years they've been together. So it's like, okay, did you just find God or whatever you're, Mm -hmm. you know, the God thing is, it's like, wow. And I just, yeah, personally, I don't even like giving him that much time or attention on this platform, but yeah, like. That's really screwed up. And I think the bottom line here with him is like, you know, don't definitely as a person who, you know, I know as a, I'm just giving advice right now, you know, some people really look to the internet or social media as their, you know, end all be all. It's like, it's, I blame the people who put him on that pedestal, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like all think we somebody, you know, but for other people to give him that much time and attention, like, I don't know. I'm just look. I don't. I don't care for him. <laughs> I think he's an attention seeking low ass uh, man. On the opposite, yeah. So you know, we always talk about the women, but this I'm is why not? Like, and LL Cool J ain't got really nothing to do with it. But ladies love Cool J, so his whole image was for the women when LL Cool J came out. He kept his shirt off. Yeah, ain't no man really, you know, running to see him. Not saying they looked at him as a lyricist, but they weren't looking at his image as a attraction, right? So men do stuff that they think women are gonna like. If he's up there talking about how men should be faithful in relationships and blah blah blah, that's gonna be attractive to women, right? And a lot of women are under the the premise that I want your man versus I want a man. So if they see him talking all that stuff that he's talking, it's going to be attractive. And we're going to be like, oh, my God, look how great he is in a relationship. You're going to compare your husband to him. You're going to want to have him for yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're going to want a man like him Mm -hmm. because this is the image that he's portraying. And he's doing that for his own selfish purposes. And I think that's what makes it so horrible. It's like 
instead of doing this for the benefit of women, he's doing it to benefit from women. That's a different mindset. You know what I'm saying? A totally different mindset. And that's the worst kind of mindset because yeah. now you're manipulating all of these women to believing, quote unquote, that all men can be like this. And then we go home and we don't have that because we have nah. real people. You know what I'm saying? That that respond a lot different. And now we're looking at men like men are ain't blah, 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 blah. And if there are men like him out there, they're going to get the shitty end of the stick at this point because nothing they're say they're going to say is going to be believable. Yeah. Just messing up for everybody, bro. <laughs> That's um, crazy. I'm just like... I don't know, y'all. I just figured we'd talk about it, chime in, you know, <clears throat> give a little, you know, two, two, two cents on it. And what um, about these women, though? <laughs> the women that know who he is know his situation is oh my god but anyway i want to speak about that too because i feel like i'm the type of person that i'm a my mom used to say this why am i quoting my mom today like crazy it's like i'm gonna give you enough rope to hang yourself you know like <laughs> how far are you really gonna take this you know and and then it's just like i don't know there could be a big payoff for some people who mm-hmm. expose people like this yeah. For me, it's just like, look at this damn fool. Like, you know, I've definitely seen married men like, bro, if you don't sit your ass down somewhere, you know what I'm saying? You got a whole wife and kids, you know? And it's just like, I always just observe my um, ex-husband used to say human behavior is unpredictable. And to see the the lengths that some of these men go through to be unfaithful, it's like crazy. Why even bother to get married? Why, you know, at some point you're you're really not happy. Why are you staying in this? Like it's, it's not even convenient woman. if one person is hurting. Yeah, yeah. It, but I'm saying, yeah, you're a good woman, and he don't want to. That's it. It has to be that selfishness because I mean, it's no way if you got the full package. At your house. Everything you want and need. Why are you going no, out and getting is. something more? I actually like, that's... had a guy admit that to me. He said, it's the selfishness. He said, it's just, I didn't want to lose, like, pretty much all the opportunities that I had. He was like, so it is selfishness. He has a great wife, great family. But he was like, no, nah, it's just the selfish factor. Which is and crazy. I just think that's so unfair when it you is. have people who are dedicated to you, people who deny their own, whatever they're feeling for the sake of the man, the family, the this, the that. And it's like, what is all this for? You know, so God forbid a wife. Definitely. Oh my God. Like, like the, uh, give her the what, scarlet what, egg. Aisha Curry. Yeah, exactly. Remember what she said? She yeah. was like. And all she said is she wanted attention. Not, and they could not handle it like going crazy <laughs> I would divorce her da, 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 da. but you would just straight out cheat on somebody like just straight go for the whole gusto and all she said was she wanted a detention she just wanted a few more likes exactly <laughs> swipe up sometimes <laughs> <laughs> give me a heart put those hearts up there yeah. and, and your panties <laughs> and I say panties on purpose and now your panties in a bunch because yeah. she said that yeah but you on Instagram yeah. on whatever social media yeah, platform like that you bitches. have, acting like you single, sending naked women and a uh, girl, boy, this is just men are bored. complicated. <laughs> they are some complicated girl. ass creatures, man. Yeah. 
to kind of wrap things up just based on what we know would you stay to be honest I can't answer that question like based upon what I see on the surface yeah that we gotta go with that yeah so I could be the person to be and be up here faking the funk and say yeah I would leave I couldn't put myself through that and I cannot honestly say I couldn't I really couldn't I could not I don't know what the interior workings are if if I go off the surface yeah I would be the person to tell her to leave but who am I to tell her what she should do with her life no like, I mean I if it was you and this is I don't the know oh. I have no clue what I would do because in my mind I'm like the right thing to do would be to leave but then I know the type of person I'm at who I am today I'd be like so who am I gonna get that's better than this you know that's how I would think and do I want to be by myself for, oh. my, for the rest of my life? Those are the questions that I would ask myself. That's what it's looking answer. like over here. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> no, there's a lot of hope and optimism over here. And I truly believe, like, when you let one thing go, like, so much more opens up for you. And I think it's a matter of, like, for me, I feel like I've lived this situation. I mean, my husband wasn't this guru or nothing, no shit like that. But... I just feel like if you've been in the situation for that many years and it's like, damn, you know, even with the Will and Jada thing, like, okay, we was dealing with shit on, you know, on the surface at the house. Now everybody know and they waiting for me to make a fucking statement. Like my statement is going to be, um, I'm on the market again, you know, like when I get on my lives, I'm going to have the best lace front you ever seen. Like, I'm going to just act like ignorant with it. Like, oh, you want to cheat? You want to be out here having a girlfriend? Like, I would just play this whole thing to my advantage. Um, And I just feel like to be optimistic enough to be like, no, I'm, I, I know damn well I'm not going to be alone for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I think part of this would definitely make me wake up in a sense, um, not that, well, I can't even, I would wake up personally and just be like, okay, this ain't even what I want. Or what number, when I just talked about her trauma and all of that, I just feel like I would use it as a time to heal, a time to be real with myself. Why do I stay? Do I feel Mm -hmm. that I can't do better than that? You know, I would just use it as a time of self-reflection and definitely put my my intentions out into the atmosphere. I want a man that don't cheat. I want a man that X, Y, and Z, everything you want, this is the time to put it out there. And the the thing for me is I probably couldn't stay because every time I'm in that house, every time I'm in my fucking room, oh, did you have that bitch in here? Did you da da da? Like it just wouldn't work. Like, <laughs> and it would be because of me just kind of nitpicking, not letting him forget how I've been scorned mm-hmm. or hurt. And I think the best thing is would be in my case to move on, to to definitely heal give myself some time if it take a few years, however much time I need to get back at a hundred percent. Like, look, the dudes ain't going nowhere. You know, my brother always says it's the same all over the world. You know what I'm saying? So just a change of scenery would do some good, you know, and just looking out for all the red flags You next time around. But there would definitely be a next time. Like, <laughs> I can say that. That's a Virgo thing. So, like, we forgive, but we don't forget. Hello. So that not forgetting is yeah. gonna cause me to act crazy. That you probably gonna want to leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes. 
But for the service level, I mean, I'm kind of the same. I'm quick to say like, nah, girl, pack your stuff. But what we know from the surface level, this ain't nothing new to her. This is true to her. Exactly. So clearly, yeah, I've been through this before. Yeah. So clearly, it's just more embarrassing in my eyes that now yep. you're exposed like on a whole nother level. Like your relationship Everybody is knows. no longer private. Like, yeah. And I mean, you got to look at it. Like some of their wedding was put, I mean, not that, and I hate to say like social media is like Bible, but to a certain extent it is so you know they their wedding and stuff has been put on black love page and you know some of the stuff that he said has been put on other you know guys posts that are like significant figures to just encourage the things that they have been through and you know be this pedestal couple um quote unquote Mm -hmm. but I think um I don't know I don't like being hurt me too <laughs> and I don't I like don't being hurt by the masses I don't think like, nobody goes into it with that mentality but I also am the proponent that says that everybody's relationship is their relationship nobody knows if they had uh, an agreement that this is what he could do and now that it's public now she has to save face nobody knows that and if if she's been with him for this long <laughs> that means he was probably doing it in high school you know what I'm saying? Like she's probably so used to this behavior that it could be acceptable in their situation. But to save face, just like I look at Will and Jada, everybody knows they've been weird. Like nobody can sit here and say that they haven't heard other stories about him and not just her, you know? So now mm-hmm. that this situation comes to the surface, now they have to come to the public and plead their cases, which if they were just people like me, you, and Shawan, this stuff wouldn't even make national news. We wouldn't have to answer to the public. Nobody would really care but us. You know what I'm saying? What's going on in our household? So it's just one of those things where, I mean, that humanness separating them from the godliness. Because, I mean, we look at people on social media and the news and TV as goddess and gods. Like, we hold them to such a high standard that they can't be humans like we are. They can't, you know, have a fall from grace or they can't make a mistake or we're going to make sure that they never forget the mistakes that they made. Ever. Ever. It's documented. Yeah, exactly. Say I got it some way. Food it is well documented. Yeah, I'm going to pull your YouTube from 2000. Exactly. I'm crying in that bonnet. In 1997, it. when I was 17, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That type of situation. We All can, them freak we can me find clips everything back. they've done. Girl. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I definitely have some food yeah, for thought if y'all bring it in. <laughs> well, I was just thinking as both of y'all were talking just now, and it's like, I guess my message to people who are definitely like in this situation or people who find themselves in this situation it's like and my message is for the women like why why would you want to sit in that you know like if there's a there are constant reminders of the hurt the you know some things I know people can't get over it I just like you deserve better you deserve more and you should love yourself enough to heal and um, something you had just said, Pash, it's like the truth will set you free. 
So when you when you get all the way real, like being real with yourself, like I hate this, I hate this situation, I hate that you embarrassed me in front of all these people, like in front of the damn world, you know, and just definitely setting boundaries. I think being able to set boundaries, uh, I always explain this, a boundary is a line that should not be crossed. You have to set boundaries and let people know you're willing to enforce those boundaries. If you keep doing this, then I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? There's no two ways about it. But this is something that uh, my sister-in-law used to say, and it really annoyed me. But she said, people only do what you allow them to do to you. So if you continue to allow someone to treat you this way, they're not even sorry anymore because it's so ingrained. It's like, oh, I can go ahead and have my fun because she ain't going nowhere. She ain't going to do nothing. It's like, how many times are you going to say I'm sorry? That sorry has no validity and no weight to me. So I just think when we set boundaries, we have to tell people how to treat us. When you don't treat me how you're supposed to, I'm out. I'm out. And I trust that the the creator, whoever you serve, whoever I, I say, God will not let me down. God has not let me fall. When I decided to walk away, yes, there were inconveniences, but my personal happiness means more than anything else. Not the fact that I'm hurting every time there's a reminder. You know what I'm saying? I just feel when we set boundaries, it informs people what we're not going for, what they cannot do to us. Once we set those boundaries, we establish them and we stand firm on them, then we'll see some changes. That. That's my two cents. Um, I guess my food for thought kind of goes along with that. It's all about the self-worth. Um, that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And that takes a lot of work, especially when you've gone through situations like that. But I'm a big component or proponent, whatever the correct word is, um, on trust in the process. <laughs> um, everything happens for a reason. It's up to you to really, like you said, heal, sink into that situation and figure out what that reason is. Um, I'm not big on you have to stay. I'm not big on you have to go. I'm big on you have to do what feels right for you. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you want to spend the rest of your life miserable or upset? Um, because you have to be happy with yourself. Somebody else cannot make you happy. So you have to do mm-hmm. all of that work. And it is a lot of work to figure out what makes you happy. Why? Like Shawan said, are you in this situation? <coughs> what is it teaching you? What are you learning from it? And if you really do that work and figure out this is not a good fit, nothing is wrong with that. People make mistakes. Some people are lessons. They're not meant to be with you forever. Um, some people are. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to kind of know where you stand in someone's life, where they stand in your life. Because you, you are the director of your own movie here. So you can cut niggas off and cut ladies off that you feel that you need to that do not yes. you know, fit the description of where you want to go. Um, and nothing's wrong with that. So I don't want people to think uh, and it gets it does get don't get it twisted. It gets complicated with kids. It gets complicated with blended families and all of that. So I'm not trying to throw that out here and say it's easier said than done. But I think when you honestly take the time to value yourself and put all of that work into you, you'll be able to find the best decision um, that works for you. Agree. I would have to agree with both of you guys. I feel like your your relationship with yourself and your relationship with who you're with is your situation, your environment. 
No one can tell you what's best for you. No one can tell you what's right for you. If you choose to stay, then that's your decision that you made and you have to let it go. Because if you don't let it go, you will experience hurt after hurt after hurt because you're going to keep reliving the situation. So if you know you're going to stay, you got to know that you're going to stay based upon everything that you already know. And you know that the situation is going to be this way. And if change is really going to happen, it's going to happen. So I just feel like just make the best decision for you and your situation because nobody else is going to understand your situation better than you do. Ain't nobody else coming home with you. Exactly. They shouldn't be. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, this was fun, guys. Talking about the dramatics that don't affect our life. That's always fun. Um, so thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoy your little holiday weekend. Um, spring breakers out there, be safe, wear your mask and all that stuff. Um, be careful because in our spring break, we didn't have videos and y'all they do, so your ass is gonna end up. Um, as another episode of Vibrant Vernacular if we see the video, so chill. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the day and we'll see you next time. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Bye, guys.